Hey everyone, it's Stephanie, communications leader here at Wellspring Church and Christians Across Watford trustee. And I'm here with. Hi, I'm Aaron McGovern. I'm uh, one of the elders at Christ First Watford. I've been on staff there for uh, seven years full time. And uh, I'm also part of the Christians Across Watford steering team. Uh, and I've been doing that, I'm not sure how many years I've been doing that for, but uh, a good few years. And we're going to be talking about Christians Across Watford, what's it like to be a part of it and the way that it connects Christian leaders in all spheres of work and ministry as well. So how long have you been in Watford for, Aaron? Uh, most of my <laughs> life, actually. My parents moved to uh, South Oxy when I was about four or five years old, and I've lived in Watford ever since. Uh, which is over 30 years now. Um, I spent a couple of years abroad traveling, but I've uh, been in Watford for over 30 years, yeah. Wow, wow. And it, your wife from here as well? Uh, she's from Harrow, so just down the road, which is where I was was born. But um, yeah, so she's been in Watford since we, we married, so uh, 11 and a half years. So it's pretty much a Watfordian or yeah. whatever terminology you want to use. So you've seen Watford through a lot of changes then? Yeah, Watford's, yeah, it's changed a lot, actually. I mean, I can remember uh, when we moved in to uh, South Oxy as a family, it was very much, um, you know, BNP, the British National Party, would be voted in uh, almost every year. And uh, it was sort of, it was quite a hostile, hostile place, hostile environment. And uh, there were a number of places growing up where, people would say oh you don't want to go there in Watford you don't want to go there um I won't name names <laughs> um, but uh, I live in one of those places now it's like oh no you don't want to go there but actually uh, Watford seems to have changed a lot this sort of it's, it's um yeah the town has become a more peaceful place I think uh a less aggressive and angry place I think okay that's interesting <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's really cool. And how long have you been at Christ First? Uh, similar, same same length of time as I've been <laughs> been in Watford, oh, to be go. honest. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the church is now boy, probably about 33 years old. It's been, it's had various uh, formations and names and starts and restarts over the years, as sort of many churches do. I know you, obviously you guys at Wellspring used to be known by a different moniker, but um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but about 30 years, give or take. Wow. Do you, um, for those of us who don't know, can you kind of explain a little bit about what you do? What does an elder do, particularly for Christ first? Yeah, I, I suppose elder is our terminology. Some people might say pastor or uh, whatever, you know, uh, yeah, term you would want to use. Uh, but we, we use the term elder. So I'm responsible for uh, preaching and pastoral care and uh, amongst other things uh, that happen in the life of the church. But uh, I suppose that sort of, uh, yeah, leading the church alongside uh, Andy uh, Smith, who many of you may know of, uh, we're both the, the two elders at the moment uh, that Christ first have. So we lead the church together. We're responsible for, we say an elder is responsible for uh, guarding, guiding and governing. They're the sort of the three things. So we look after the church, we're meant to sort of help protect the church, uh, we're meant to guide what's God saying to us as a people, 
uh, and make sure that everything's running smoothly uh, as best we can. <laughs> but that's Love obviously alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me to remember. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that it's yeah, very much so that it's uh, we're not trying to do all those things ourselves. We we sort of want the the church to be functioning as a body, and so we'd want to release people into doing those things. And so it's very much a when I say guiding, it's easy. Someone said to me, it's easy to guide. Uh, a moving objects it's easier to guide a moving object so we want people who are pursuing god going after what god wants and then we can sort of help to nudge them in the right direction and keep the church moving forward uh with some sort of sort of cohesiveness yeah that's really interesting um do you you said that you can't remember how long you've been in christians across Watford or caw mm. uh, could do you remember how you got involved how it first started for you yeah, I, uh, well, I, I kind of do. My my dad used to lead the church uh, here. He was the was the pastor for 20 years uh, ish, probably a bit longer than that, actually. Um, and he, he had been involved with Christians Across Watford. Um, and then he, he moved on. Uh, him, him and my mum moved, moved away. And um, then when I became uh, full-time for the church or when I started working for the church I I came along to uh, some Christians Cross Watford events and wanted to get stuck back in with that and I met some people like Chris Cotty and uh, Tim and Helen Roberts and began to sort of strike up some friendships there and uh, yeah just found that really helpful and beneficial um, and so I'm trying to think what the first event was I can remember being at the first event and someone hearing that my name was McGovern uh, and saying, oh, are you Terry? You related to Terry? And I said, yeah, but don't, don't hold it against me. <laughs> and uh, But it was, uh, yeah, no, I think we've, um, as a church, we've sort of been involved. We used to uh, sort of attend the bandstand services each year that happened uh, up near the town hall and then in Casterbury Park for a couple of years. So, um, yeah, we... <laughs> We've been sort of had different levels of involvement uh, over the years, but once I was working for the church, I, at sort of the request of Tim, uh, joined the steering committee uh, or the sort of trustees uh, in order to try and help us as a church to be more fully involved and more um, on the front foot in terms of our involvement and and you know actively playing a part in what's happening. Yeah, what well, you said that you kind of sought out CAW as you stepped into leadership what was it about CAW that made you interested or want to be involved uh I, I mean initially I would say were well, two things one uh, I had some personal relationships that with people who were involved um so I, I knew Tim a bit we chatted at various events um and between Christfirst and and Wellspring there was some good good heart and encourage you know good encouragement it, within the church at the time we'd had a few people who joined from other Watford churches perhaps um over the years and there seemed to be well the two things so personal relationships and uh yeah good heart between the churches that were involved and I and you know Jesus is, is coming back for his bride and Jesus is a one woman man mm. um you know so he's coming back for one church and uh one people and so whilst we might express those things differently we, we might um sort of have different styles in terms of our church practice um jesus is coming back for all of us 
who are, who are you know genuine believers so um i think the church historically is very fragmented and so anywhere that we can have genuine relationship and genuine uh, unity in the body of christ mm. is so important you know there's one one faith one lord so um yeah that and also i had worked prior to working for for christ first i worked for new hope for a year Okay. I did part time. I worked for New Hope and part time. I worked for the church. I did that for for a year. And so I'd met lots of different people from a number of different churches yeah. and was encouraged by uh, Christian Cross Watford's linking uh, in with New Hope as well another Christian organization. So it's not just churches. It's not churches across Watford. It's Christians across Watford. And so was encouraged by that and felt like actually this is something that would benefit us as a church family and would benefit people who are involved in you know working wherever but are christians as well so i saw an opportunity there to sort of really be involved in supporting and helping people grow in that yeah i love that that distinction on what you've pointed out about relationships and about one church I've never heard that saying about, you know, Jesus be the one woman man. <laughs> I'll, I'll claim it as my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm following it. Um, but yeah, that, that idea that it is um, this desire to connect with other leaders or other people in ministries, you were saying, you know, it's not just churches, but um, even when you were working for New Hope, wanting to be involved and connect with other Christians, because, you know, it can often feel like insular in our churches or maybe even insular in our own faith journeys. I can imagine, especially now after COVID, you know, feeling kind of on our own, whether we're, you know, journeying through leading a ministry in a church, whether we're just journeying through the ministry in our own workplaces, in our own circles and spheres. But to know that there are Christians all throughout the town to connect with mm. is so encouraging. And then, as you said, I love the the unity, you know, of different traditions, um, churches and charities, you know, people from school, people from business, all coming together to say, there's one thing we want to see in Watford, and that's God's kingdom being built. Mm. And, um, you know, we read a lot of the scriptures about when two or more are gathered, and it's easy to apply that within one church building <laughs> and look to yeah. the person next to you. But to think about that in the town is really cool so that's mm. the thing that's a, it was you know what drew you in because it's definitely some some powerful things that we can see god using for our town for sure mm. um yeah yeah i know that definitely is what interested me i've never been a part of anything like caw i don't know if you've ever encountered anything like it before but yeah no i don't I, not 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 personally i've I, you know i i says as I said, I spent a few years uh, traveling. I was in, I lived in New Zealand for a couple of years and there were some church unity movements there. Um, but it, it never quite, it never felt like uh, Christians Cross Watford. And I know there are a number of unity movements around um, that are excellent, but I, I really, I think there's Watford, you know, I've traveled to other places. I speak to other church leaders within our sort of movement our family of churches but within Watford there seems to be a real good heart between mm. uh between the churches to the to the point where sometimes we have people who are coming you know come along on a Sunday they're new uh, and they say oh we're, we're you know we're looking for a church a local church I say oh, you know genuinely I've said hey 
we'd love to have you here but i know if you end up at wellspring or this church or that church you'll be so well served and they're really you know they're excellent people and i feel happy to do that and comfortable to do that because i think one of the things that christians cross watford has, for me has fostered and helped is to say actually we're as a church you know we're very much about building the kingdom not our little portion of it yeah. so if there's someone who is going to be a blessing and going to fit really well in a particular church or is going to really bless them that's fantastic and it's 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 i hope it goes the other way i know it's <laughs> certain conversations yeah, no, i have it, it does so say that because we do the same thing you know yeah good when someone you know comes to us and they're interested but you know there might be things that that we aren't really meeting where they're trying to grow mm. our next conversation with them is well let us help you find somewhere that does and here's a bunch of churches and stuff that obviously you know over the years like tim and helen and david have built relationships yeah. with just simply by being in certain you know leadership mm. conversations but but largely through caw and i remember the other day i was talking to someone about finding um some support for a colleague at their workplace some christian support and immediately i thought of several you know charities that i knew through caw mm. and i could immediately connect with you know, someone who works there and say, hey, I've got someone, can I, you know, connect you guys and things like that. And so it's really, it's really helpful. Mm, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I definitely feel like um, what you're saying is really, is really powerful about, you know, we're not building our own little section, but we're actually building something much bigger. And, mm. and I know that there are definitely communities I've been a part of that, um, you do see those little sections being built and and then when something happens in the town or when the town is is being called to something bigger it it's like stunted and, mm. and the support and the vision is just as broken up as the territory uh, versus being able to come together and i know we've had times in our trustees meeting of prayer and of like reflecting with each other mm. where we're all kind of getting the same thing or we'll share what we'll preach yeah. on and be like, Oh, we're talking about that too. Yeah, yeah. God definitely is, you know, he's doing something that's a complete covering and yeah. not just for a specific street or, you know, neighborhood. Mm. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, Paul writes in the new Testament, you know, <clears throat> someone planted, I watered, someone else reaps, you know, that kind of that yeah. principle of, you know, there's people who we maybe have served over the years who have, you know years later come to faith and are now part of another church and i think that's we have to have that mindset and that attitude of we are about the kingdom rather than yeah our our little corner and obviously we do have to be responsible for our our people and, our, and what we're doing and what how we're following god but we need to have a our heads lifted you know jesus god's the lifter of our heads so we need to keep our eyes up rather than uh, always focus on just what's right in front of us yeah how has like um, in the years that you've been with CAW, both just participating as a trustee, mm. how have you in your leadership as an elder of Christ First found yourself benefiting from and growing from interacting with other Christian leaders in the town? Yeah, I think um, like very, very personally, um, I think God has softened my heart a lot towards other people. Uh, towards other sort of streams and denominations I think uh, growing up in the, the the family of churches that I grew up in 
Uh, not that this is in any way sort of reflective of the leadership of that movement. Uh, a guy called Terry Virgo, who has very good, you know, relationship and heart towards other other movements and organisations. But um, there, there was a sort of, I suppose, as a young a young man, a kind of pride in that. Oh, you know, we we've got it right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know, we believe we've got some things right. Otherwise, we <laughs> we would yeah, be part true. of a different movement. But. Um, but there was, I think, you know, maybe what I wasn't even really aware of. And so actually to spend time with people who do things very differently, mm. uh, who, you know, are perhaps of a different generation, a different sort of style, uh, that kind of thing. But to see that they genuinely love Jesus, they genuinely have a relationship with him and affection for him is, is a powerful thing and is a helpful thing. Because the reality is, you know, we're all only here because someone shared the gospel with us, who had the gospel shared with them, who had the gospel shared with them. And so some of these movements that have been around for a long time have stewarded the gospel uh, and passed it on to the next generation so well. And so just because there's a different form of expression doesn't necessarily mean that there's, you know, an inability to work together that we can't, we can't see, uh, we can't be joined together in some way. So think personally for me a real softening of the heart towards other people and a, a broadening of horizons which is always good um and I think as a as a leader yeah learning from other people who you know probably now as a church we're at a point where we have more uh like formal uh, if you've ever been to our church and you can hear probably by the way that I'm <laughs> I'm speaking I'm not a particularly formal guy um <laughs> but, but um as a church we sort of we've adapted and brought in certain certain moments where we actually we you know we have some liturgy together we're like we're going to say this then you're going to say that and we're going to do these things and actually there's a real strength to that and a real benefit you know these sort of phrases and prayers that have been used for you know hundreds of years if not longer down now to us we're praying the same things it's a bit like marriage vows you know my wife and I use the traditional marriage vows which have been used you know so many times sometimes not not been honored but actually to say the words that, that so many people have said and so many people have followed there's a there's a there's a kind of continuity to that that's really important and so I think as a church we've benefited from that um I know there's different events that Christians across Watford run um, over the years. There's been different events like the bandstand. That was a really helpful thing for a period of time. And now these moments where actually as leaders together and to, as you said, hear what God's doing in other denominations and streams is really helpful to go. Actually, oh, God's doing the same thing. God's about, you know, a particular work is encouraging. Or if someone says, you know, we're really seeing fruit in this area to be encouraged to step out in faith as well um so personal time investing in in me as a leader and, and sort of other uh, people in the church as leaders and then sort of when there's the um sort of a bigger context a slightly larger context to have people together to pray and to to hear what god's doing is so so helpful and so important as well yeah no definitely is there like a as you're talking is there a story that kind of comes to mind of something as you're saying that you know, when you interacted with it, thanks to CAW, was kind of like, you were kind of like, oh, I've never experienced that before. Like the softening of heart that you're talking about. Is there an example that you can share with us? <laughs> um, I try to think, I think 
One of those would have, well, probably the most notable would be uh, at one of the advanced uh, leadership conferences, uh, which is where probably senior leaders from churches gather together uh, for a, I don't know, probably about 36 hours, if that, to pray and to worship God together and to hear some, some encouragement. And uh, at the end of those times, we usually take communion together. Uh, and it's always quite an interesting time because you've got a number of different churches, a uh, number of different styles, denominations represented and organisations as well. So you've got people there who are you know, senior leaders within uh, Christian organisations. And so to see how that works. And um, I think there's one particular year we we washed each other's hands, um, okay. which, was, which was always uh, interesting. We didn't go for the feet. Yeah, a bit better than the feet. A, a bridge too far. <laughs> Um, although I, you know I'd have been up for it um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the uh, the modern equivalent of washing washing feet is quite mm. but um but, <laughs> but anyway we washed each other's hands and before communion mm. as a kind of I suppose representation of like we're, we're all servants and we're all serving one another and we're all trying to serve Jesus and so to sit with someone who was from a very different mm. church background probably you know twice my age and have my hands washed and to wash his hands uh was was a powerful moment and actually it's like then to take communion together you know there's one one cup one body that's broken for all of us one you know one blood one uh yeah one blood that was spilt it, through jesus is uh it's a powerful thing i, I think it's uh yeah it's hard it's hard to be proud in those moments I was thinking of those as well. That's always really moving for me when we take communion together because, you know, we we understand and appreciate the scripture. We we do it with our own church communities and and we know it's significant. Um, but there is a, a special challenge in the best way doing that with people of different denominations from different organizations and agencies. Um, because it is requiring us to transcend differences that in mm. our church services we don't always feel because everyone you know different has different perspectives in the room but it's not going to be as prevalent as like what you said and it's so beautiful the washing of hands and especially as as leaders you know together not only reaching across those denominational or traditional boundaries but also the the servant leader boundary that mm. you know is often hard to do when you are focused on running the service when you are focused on organizing communion yeah but to to that exchange of humility is is really beautiful as well I definitely I definitely agree with that there are times where I look around the room and it it blows my mind that I'm like we could probably disagree on a lot of things in here <laughs> but the one thing we're focusing on is our, mm. is our agreement under Christ and how encouraging is that? That's yeah. so encouraging. And I'm always moved by looking at the people who have, like yourself, and, you know, um, like Ian Pankhurst, who's, you know, heading towards retirement and things like who have put years and years and years of sowing into this community of building God's kingdom. Mm. I'm now reaping the benefits from as a church leader that I'm now getting to build on top of. And, and it's such a wonderful reminder of, you know, that we, that we are dependent on each other and that we are benefiting from mm. one another's, you know, faithful work for the Lord. And that is a blessing. And I think when it comes to like competitiveness that can come in or territory, mm. like we mentioned earlier, 
it is very humbling and very beautiful to be reminded that like, like I get to do what I do and I get to have certain opportunities and see God move in certain ways because you plowed the field. Mm. Like what I'm planting now is because you plowed the field. And I remember saying something similar to Erica um, and she's a trustee of just like, thank you. Like mm. I recognize that I get to do what I get to do um, and see what I get to see because of a lot of the things that you have invested. Mm. And it's so encouraging to see that not across only churches, but for charities as well. Cause obviously yeah. we have certain partners that Wellspring works with. Do you guys partner with certain agencies in Watford? Yeah, we work with, with a few um, yeah. and we've got people who work, who, who are members of our church, but they work for, <clears throat> excuse me, for like, say for New Hope, for example, we've got a few yeah. people who work there. Um, and I, from when I work there, I, I have some, yeah. some relationships where I spend time with with people who are involved there um, and get to, you know, how are you doing? How's it going? How can we be praying for you as a church? Uh, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's lots of uh, opportunity for relationships to be strengthened and, and yeah. started as well. And it's really helpful. I know you guys with Christ First at some of our events have brought along not only you and Andy um, as elders, but also other um, mm. members, leaders of your ministries, whether they be paid roles or volunteers. And I think it's really important that we recognize that, you know, leadership isn't just a jo job description. And that's something that yeah. CW kind of has the freedom to play with. And mm. I know we have, you know, volunteers who lead our kids teams, who, you know, lead in worship, who we, or we encourage to come along to CAW events because then they can connect with other people who are, who are in their position. And it, mm. you know, not just stopped by a, a job description barrier. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I think that, I mean, I'm sure Wellspring is the same as us, as you just said, but if, if, uh, if everything was reliant on the employees of the church, <laughs> not very much would get done um, because there's only two of us. Um, yeah. And Andy isn't employed by the church, you know, as, as the other okay. elder, um, he donates a day a week uh, and has a job that he runs, which is he works lots of hours and is a busy guy, but still serves the church uh, really well. Um, and there are so many people who <clears throat> throughout the, the churches in Watford and I'm sure the charities in Watford who are giving of their their lives and their time um, to serve the mission of God in the, in this town and that's that's something that's really encouraging to see and essential really I think if you know the if you look back across the history of the church it's not always been the case and even now today in in many nations it's not always the case that there are some people who are able to be paid to serve the church or to do that as their for their living actually lots of people have to be bivocational at least if not try or quad vocational i suppose in some places but yeah and it's, mm. e it's easy to forget that like mm. it's, it's easy to assume leadership it comes under the specific definition and looks like this specific yeah. thing and it's really nice to extend that. I know we did, CAW did a webinar with teachers and yeah, pastors yeah. in schools. Like those are Christian leaders. And it's yeah. so good to remind ourselves of that because then that's even more people to mm. be able to bring together in prayer, to be able to stand together with, you know, on the things that matter. And um, yeah, it's really important to remind ourselves that it doesn't just look like, I guess what people would, subscribe to that of mm. full-time 
you know, all your hours and you do these yeah. three, few, three, four things. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's exactly right. Leadership is not reserved to uh, church pastors and even, you know, pastoring isn't reserved to church pastors. You know, <laughs> we're, we're look, called to look after one another, to teach one another, to encourage one another. Um, and so there are there are certain things where because of a particular role or gifting, uh, those things are reserved. But in general, the church is, you know, meant to be a body that's taking care of itself mm. and looking after itself. And the Christians across Watford, I think do there are a number of uh, people in leadership positions, as you said, that aren't church based. They're they're in schools or perhaps even just, you know, a, a workplace. I know there are a number of uh, Christians in the hospital um nurses and doctors and yeah. so having any kind of authority or leadership position to do that in a christian way to be a christian leader is quite different i think because well it, it's interesting reading leadership books a lot of people who are talking about top level leadership now talk about being a servant leader and trying to serve yeah. your people and help and it's it's interesting that the world is catching up on what jesus said you know 2000 years ago that actually if you want to be a leader you need to be a servant so it's so encouraging to see the number of people who have taken that on in the churches across Watford yeah no I 100% agree that's the perfect way to put it just wanted to ask before we finish our conversation what do you feel God is doing amongst Christian leaders in Watford like what do you see on the horizon that's a big question um i think i think there's a there's a i'm trying to think of the correct correct word like an agileness or a nimbleness um that that god is trying to instill into people mm. uh, into into the leadership because and maybe i'm looking at that over the last few years you know yeah um Lots of churches, ourselves included, had sort of toyed with the idea, you know, would would we stream a service? Is there any value in that? That kind of stuff. Um, and then within two weeks, you know, we were doing it. Um, and obviously that improved, <laughs> hopefully, uh, from those first two weeks uh, over the, the, the months of, during the lockdown. Um, but that's something that we've we've maintained. We've said, well, okay, we'll just we'll keep that going because there are still a number of people who aren't able to make it on a Sunday uh, for various reasons, um, or people who've joined us who are far away from you know from Watford initially, um, but have connected in with us online and, and and are in the process of finding something a bit more local uh, to them that they can be part of. But <clears throat> I think that that idea of actually we can adapt to things very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and then as a church, and I know Christians Cross Watford has been involved in this, uh, when the uh, a lot of the Afghan refugees uh, were brought to, to Watford, um, it was like, okay, suddenly there's all of these people that we need to help look after, and the church rose to that. And I think there's a, an ability to adapt, which is helpful uh, to have, because <clears throat> as we're creatures of habit and we like to keep things the way we do that because that's the way it's always been and that's the way it always will be well actually you know god has different ideas maybe um <laughs> about that you know so some people would i don't know 
you couldn't do everything exactly the same during the last two last two years because of covid um things had to change and people had to cope with change and sometimes some people love it and some people are difficult find it difficult to change um but i think that to me is something that god has been doing in the leaders uh and i think that we talked touched on it earlier but that selflessness of yeah. churches and organizations i think that comes from god doing something in the leaders um to say actually you know you could go to that church and they would you know you'd fit in really well and you'd be really well served there um because i think there is a danger now i've been in environments where the first question you get asked on a you know it, with other church leaders is oh you know so how many are you getting on a sunday mm-hmm. as if that is the measure of your success as a church or your success as a, as a pastor or as a leader yeah. um and that can that can be an indication of how well you well things are going um but i I know of a church recently they said we've stopped counting on a sunday because we found we were more interested in the number than the people and so actually what we're interested in is people being discipled people being pastored um and people being one for the kingdom so i think that idea of i I want to serve the kingdom of god and i want to you know uh, my brother or sister here who's you know leading I want to bless them and I I know that they're they love Jesus so someone following them is going to be led into loving Jesus um I think that that good heart towards one another and that agility I think is perhaps well maybe that's what God's been doing I'm not quite sure what he's gonna do I wouldn't I would after a certain point you know (laughs) I wouldn't I wouldn't want to risk uh saying it (laughs) because of uh, no one saw well, not many people saw uh, the last two years coming, so I won't uh, put my name to anything yeah. too firm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I think that's fair. That's really great. And I, yeah, I think that's really astute, especially in reflection of what has been as well as, you know, what what is to come. And mm. um, it's really great to see that growth across the board of adaptability and of reassessing of you know, focuses and priorities. And I feel mm. like, I've, I don't know about you, but I've kind of felt that reflected in our times together, CAW, like at Advance, which we had in January of this mm. year, not only did I see new faces, but it just, you know, we, we focus more on relationship than kind of a, a structure of the day because, you know, it'd been a while oh, mm. since we had all gotten together. Um, but uh, there was just something different. It, it, we were all being readjusted. <laughs> mm. uh, so yeah, it's going to be great to see what God does because we don't, you know, know everything, but we know that it's in His hands, and we know it's yeah. there, So <laughs> it's an important thing to know. Yes, yeah, the key things. <laughs> yes. Um, so well, thank you so much, Aaron, for chatting. Oh, thank you. Me sharing a bit about your journey with CAW and what that experience has been like. We really appreciate it.